This is down to the wire, 513. Everybody else can shut up. It is time. Ooh, fly man ring. Back in the building, man. Yo, we in the building, we back. Make sure y'all follow us on everything down to the wire, 513. Yo, down to the wire, 513, 292, episode 292. Yo, brothers, how y'all feeling? Doc, you on mute, you, you on mute already, Doc. Already on me. He gonna be like, man, y'all, y'all got me out of here, man. I, I, can't, I, can't, talk. I can't talk. I can't talk. You know, I try to be, I be trying to put it on mute so I don't mess up the little intro. <laughs> nah, we appreciate it, brother, but I'm feeling good, feeling great, man. How, how, how y'all feeling tonight or today, tonight, whatever it is? My tired. I just want to push you sent to the group, man. <laughs> you just say that. <laughs> hey man, you man, checked it out. Look, I just texted a group. Yeah, look what you just uh, texted. And it's gonna be a little bit of a. <laughs> if you ain't watching, you see what the title is. Man. We're gonna get into it in a little bit, but man, Bud Crawford, be up <laughs> on Earl Spence, man. Get up on them bad. Get up on them bad. We gonna get into it in a minute, man. But how y'all feeling tonight, man? Oh, man, tired. But we are gonna make it through. I ain't felt that way about a fight since like AB fight got knocked out by Madonna. That hurt me. I remember watching. I'm like, damn, bro. Because I thought AB was untouchable when that happened. I'm like, damn. Uh, but getting into, I, I did make some money off the fight though, so that was that was always. <laughs> <laughs> I paid two hundred twenty dollars off a ten dollar bet. Can't go around with that. It's always a knockdown in that seventh round, y'all. I just had the wrong, I just had the wrong player this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um but, yeah, but now overall, yeah, man. Um that was a complete one-sided fight. Yeah, it was it Look was around on. It was um it was hard to watch, man. I he he one, he looked a little high. I ain't gonna make no excuse. He just looked a little high, like bro, did you just smoke or something, bro? <laughs> like in the face, you just was kind of like ass was kind of low. Then it, then it didn't help that Mike Tyson they gave him a weed pack before the fight started. Like, <laughs> I ain't saying that would have changed the outcome, but um, I'll tell you this: if the fight's not at one fifty four or one sixty, I don't need to see a rematch, y'all. I don't. Wow, I I think Spence would win again. I mean, not Spence, but uh, Crawford would win again. Um, I think it would be a lot better showing. I uh, I think Spence done it showed that Spence done outgrew one forty seven. He um. That's that grown man way he can't his body can't do that naturally anymore. He did look drained and wilder and other uh, boxers. Wow, again, it's not an excuse. Just the facts said he looked drained. Eyes was low and dry. You know, skin looked pale. So he, I think he was drained. I think he maybe loses in you know twelve or makes at least a decision if he doesn't look so. He ain't look like himself. I've seen him fight like like you was just showing before. He doing this lean in the punch. I like I've watched him fight a lot. I ain't seen that too much. Maybe he was scared because of that power <laughs> when he felt them jabs. It's possible, but I don't know. What y'all brothers think? Go ahead. Uh, 154. Honestly, I wouldn't really. I, I want to see a, a catch weight more than 154 because I think we talked about it a little bit post fight for Crawford to go up to 154. I mean, which he, he, he wants to talk about. He wants to talk about doing that anyway. But doing it right now, if it's if it's truly the, the next fight, like in December, or whatever, him moving up one fifty four this fast, 
I think that'll do Crawford no good. I think he'll probably like lose like lose the speed. I think he'll had to gradually move up to one fifty four mm-hmm. before just immediately jumping right right there. Um everything you said though, man. Um besides I wanna I just say when he was gonna say Spence outgrew one one forty seven. I think just it was just something just was just off with him that yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. It's like I ain't saying Crawford wouldn't have won, but it just he was just off. Like it was like, what? Something ain't right about you, dude. Yeah. I mean, after the fight, he said his timing was off after the fight. And I, obviously his timing was off because he was getting tagged <laughs> left and right. Looked like a rock and robot. God. He was getting tagged left and right. Um so I mean, yeah, obviously his timing was off. Um shout out to Bud Crawford. They put on a hell of a performance, man. One of the best best performances I've seen in a long time. Uh in a boxing right. room with you know um a Give him previously, you know, previously before the fight was a such you know close call, you know. But after the fight was, it was you couldn't even deny it. it was, you know, Bud's just a, a class ahead of uh, Earl Smith, you know. He's waiting for his moment, like he like he been saying. Everyone's been been right was writing him off, saying that he was Spencer's too big or whatever they wanted to write about him. That he was ready for it. Man, I, I believe that hype, but I didn't understand what what. They were talking about when I, before the fight, and then you know I'm not a huge um like boxing, you know I don't follow it that closely, you know each of the, uh each of these guys' measurements off the top of my head, but you know the the story was Spence is so big he's one of the bigger welterweights at the welterweight class, right? If they were in, mm-hmm. he's one of the biggest welterweights of of his of his time. So I'm thinking he's huge. I mean, they showed the, the tail of the tape. He's like an inch taller than, than Bud. I'm like, yo, what's what's this tail? And then Bud also like we talked about post fight, he had the reach advantage. So I didn't understand, you know, this this uh myth that Spence was so so big, pause, you know, for, for the weight class. I didn't understand that. <laughs> I didn't have to say pause. So that that would have sounded wild. <laughs> I didn't understand that hype, you know, um seeing the, the tail of the tape and seeing, you know, how like I said, Bud had to reach advantage and Spence like an inch taller than him. So maybe I guess naturally bigger, you could say that. Uh he did look like like a little naturally like, you know, longer, a little bit longer in length, but Obviously, measurements came out. He's not so. Um, that's that's a huge myth. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, and Crawford. I mean, you said. I mean, we what we seen during the fight. Like it was at one point early on in the fight, where Crawford easily put like pushed Spence up 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 off of him. Yeah. So I mean, so he got now with a jab. Like the first night, that was a jab. Like it was a stiff ass jab, but a jab, none the least. Yeah. Hitting with the the two piece combo second yeah. round, mm, I said, "Damn!" Like, That's why I knew it was getting bad. I was like, it's about to be bad. Oh, and then you know it's bad when the guy on the on the ground he like laughing like, "Oh man!" Like, yeah, it's bad. It's about to get ugly. Look high, like what? That's well, like, I, I always be looking though. I knew it was about to get ugly in that in, that, in the next round because I mean, the first one, yeah, he he caught him, but he caught, caught him off balance. But then after the, the third round, when Spence tried to be the aggressive and yeah, went it was like okay. That's why I knew it was over because then you know we 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 all know Bud is a is a counter puncher, and his defense is top notch. You know for today's class of boxing, for sure. And he was just picking it apart after that. You know Spence came out, lost that second round, of course. Came out thinking, all right, I have to win this round. I got got to come back in the fight because he was winning that second round, so he got knocked out. He was winning that round. Mm-hmm. Um, controlled the tempo, went winning the round, got tagged. Then came back third round, try to you know uh, regain control of the fight, and from that that point on, it was just. Easy pickings for for uh, Bud. It was just counter punches all day. Like, it was offered. Spence, Spence threw one punch. He can hit 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 with two. 
if I was a family member, I would have had a hard time watching that fight. Yeah, it was it was yeah, tough to watch. Later rounds for sure. It was like even even I mentioned it during the during the stream, even where it was around, I think it was round, might be round three, where it felt like if if you didn't know boxing, you if you just watching the fight casually, you would think Spence went around because Spence he worked a lot more. He looked like he landed a couple more punches, but Bud landed a lot cleaner punches. And it showed after that round, Spence came back in that fourth round, busted up bleeding. And I was like, damn, that round that looked that dominant for, for, for Bud. But it showed when you saw you saw Spence's face, he's like, damn, he, he fucked him up that round. <laughs> he's bleeding, nose bleeding, eyes getting swole. It was, it, was, it was getting ugly. He really did look like Martin, bro. He did, bro. <laughs> it was getting bad and after the fight. Oh, he awesome. like, like, bro, God, dang, bro, can you see? Like, can you see, bro? Yeah, shout out to the ref for stopping the man because his corner hit it. What his corner was not going to stop that nah, fight. His corner wouldn't. I don't know what they was watching, but they wasn't seeing what we were seeing. I told him he going out on the shield, like you know, like Wilder did. You bet not throwing that towel. Remember, that's what Wilder said. Like Wilder did tell him, and then he did fire his trainer. That did that did uh. That the he, he did fire a guy, so and he did the right thing too. But he did still. the right thing because he would have got himself really hurt, mm-hmm. just like Spence would have got himself really hurt. His, his referee didn't step in and and do the right thing. He was mad. Fight. He stopped the fight. I'm like, bro, yeah, yeah. I'm like, bro, do you see yourself? No, he didn't. When he looked looked the film, which I know he, he watched, did, man, he watched the tape, guy. bro. It was like a movie. The way he was moving, like the way he was getting punched, when he was moving like backwards, it like he was like acting, like, it like he was acting, bro. Like it was that bad. I tell you was, this, man, though. It was ugly, man. Take a punch. I will say that. Yeah. He ain't got no glass chin. Yeah. <laughs> you can only take but so much, though. <laughs> yeah. and you can't, you can't, um, you can't outpower power fight a boxer. Like, Bud is, is a technical boxer. And he see his skills show, like, you know, Spence trying to just overpower him and just try to rush him, basically. Um and it shows you can't do that. You can't be off balance because if you get caught with it with a strong jab, you're off balance, you're probably gonna fall like Spence did. <laughs> After that, that kind of just ruined the fight for him because it got in his brain. And he came back out, like we said, try to be the aggressor, even more aggressive the third round, and he just got picked apart from there. Yeah, and on top of that, he just um he, he ain't like uh Spence a good fight, but he ain't like tank where it's like, bruh, you get hit with that one, it's like a good it's a good chance this fight's over. He ain't like, like, like <laughs> well, and then you like eventually drop, but like he was, he got to a point where he was like, I need this lucky punch. You know, it, we all, I need this lucky punch. Bud said he, he felt his overhand right once he said, That's it. Mm-hmm. He said, I was like, oh, Okay, he ain't for a long night. <laughs> I was like, Damn, bro, that's how you felt. You know, it was over when he said, And then it looked like Bud was fine. What's me feeling like, but. I done heard a lot of boxers say that. Well, oh, that's it. That I thought that was gonna have a little bit more snap to it. Yeah. yeah. I see, and it was the exact opposite for uh him in round two when he felt the the left and that right cross uh straight. Damn. Okay. Ooh, okay. That, okay. Hey, look, that hurt. Where that come from? I didn't even see that shit coming. Yeah, okay. It feel good. Didn't even see that coming. I don't know. Don't know what happened there. It's going to ask me. You all right? You all right? He was just. He didn't even answer. He was just like, it's shocked. He was shocked. <laughs> Or something, bro. Can't nobody tell. I ain't saying it would have changed no. the. I ain't saying it would have changed the result, but, bro, he ain't. He, he had like never. It. He had never been knocked down in his whole career. He got knocked down what three times, four times this fight, three times, three. three. Damn, that's crazy. So, what do y'all see next for both fighters? Let's start okay. with. Let's start with the winner, Bud. What, what should What should he do? 
He ain't got no choice. You probably should start with Spence. He has more choices than, than, than I originally thought on after Sunday. Well, he going he gonna to honor that rematch clause. So if Spence wants a rematch, that's who's next. So let's talk about that. I think they should get in the ring now. Spence was saying after the fight, I thought he was just, like you said, die high or some shit. He was saying December. That's that's the clause. The clause is before the end of the year. He yeah. Don't, if I, if I don't I'm, know if he's ready for that shit, bro. I'm Spence, though. Run it back. And then if you lose, hey, now go beat somebody else up. That if he loses, he better call his career. Yeah, if he, he loses, he would have made all his money. That's true. He would. I don't know if the numbers that came out yet. I don't know if they did or not, uh, how much they made from this fight. But yeah, if you do this fight again, I don't think it's like I was talking about. We were talking about it on, on, on the post fight. I don't think it's really going to do as good as it did this fight because he just got his ass whooped this bad. Um, and right, running back that soon, man, I don't know if his brain ready for that shit. He got beat up pretty bad, bro. Not only that, there's no, there will be nothing nothing on the line. Like, if they go up to 154, I don't, I don't think neither of them got belts at 154. Don't nobody care about them belts, bro. I mean, yeah. now, this second I mean, fight, don't know, these, I'm saying for the second fight, don't nobody care about them belts. Like even we, for the first fight, it's more so the the record and the names and then the belt. Like, people like casuals don't care about belts for real, bro. And it's like like we were talking about before, so many different damn belts in boxing. Like nobody even know that know that shit. They'd be like WBIB who? But but they want to make it like 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 Bud just made it matter for the fighters. It matter for yeah, fighters. He want he want to be undisputed in two different weight classes. Why he's now pound for pound king. Yeah. So and, and it matter for them. And he handles that in this fight. But yeah. now we don't care. It's can of can bro get his get back. He ain't gonna get back though. <laughs> Not in December. He gonna get, get he gonna get done worse. I don't think so. It, I think I think it goes the distance and he loses. I, I I feel like Bud was being uh bro. I feel like Bud was taking it easy on him, bro. I feel like Bud was showing mercy. I, don't I feel like that. I feel like I he was showing mercy, I dog. I don't think that at all. I feel like I he was like showing he was mercy, bro. He whooped his ass, but he was like, I ain't gonna whoop him. I ain't gonna do him as bad as I could. I'm gonna do him bad. So y'all see how much better I am than this guy? But I ain't gonna do him dirty like I like I really could because I respect him. Honestly, I don't I, the reason I don't want to see it again, at least not in December, because because we talked about it, like T- Crawford is 35 years old. Like he yeah. maybe has maybe two, maybe three years, like prime. So I want to see him fight other top fighters, especially now you got guys like Tank calling him out, saying if he if Tang goes up to 147. Oh man. Yeah, stop him. Tang versus Bud, yes. Now I would I would I would want to see that fight way more than this this round round two or run uh you know running back number two. I'd definitely rather see Bud versus Tank. But if Crawford goes, if, if he fights that uh Boots do and his dude, I don't want to see it. No. I don't want to see that either. I don't know if I ain't I, I have watched Boots fight a couple of times. He is nice. But I don't know if he, I don't know if he's ready for for that yet. Like I, we was talking about this too, it's just too many, it's too many O's in boxing. Like all y'all ain't really that nice. Like <laughs> this just showed that y'all ain't really that nice, man. Like I start fighting each other a little earlier, you know, so y'all can start, you know, getting to the top of the crop a little bit sooner. Because all Spence, y'all ain't really that nice. Spence is that nice though. I just think that I don't see another fighter at 147 better than him. But Crawford is that much better than everybody. Right now, at least. That's what I thought too. But after seeing that, man, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's all ain't fought in eighteen months either. So I mean, that he had did so bad, man. I, I want to see it again in December if they do like one fifty four. I think Spence is gonna put on a whole lot better show. I don't know. 
Um, after seeing yeah. that ass whooping we just saw, I really don't want to see it again. But if you Spence, we running it back. Think about it, bro. You lose the one. I mean, yeah, if you Spence, you you definitely gonna feel like that. If you yeah, Spence, I mean, Spence really ain't got nothing more to lose. Like yeah, he, got, he just got whooped. Like the worst thing he got whooped ever. Run it back. Let's go. Yeah, he has he has no choice but to want to run it back. Yeah, and he got the clause. blood. Blood got the options. Well, not really, because if he got to honor the, the rematch clause, they right back at it, and he said he gonna honor it. Guess you're right. I just don't know if he is Spence ready to go back in there that early, man. That's that's five months away, four months away. Run it. Shit, it's, it's August now. It's four months away. It, that I don't see it happening. Not in December anyway. Yeah, and I don't see four, four, four months long. away. Probably just happened this past weekend. He said he got to recover. It's going to at least a, a good month to recover. Man, a month? It's probably going to take him two, bro. He got to be done bad, man. <laughs> yeah, he got done bad. And he ain't no bad cuts. But that head took a pounding. Then we got to go on press. We got to do the press runs again. Man, yeah. It, that ain't happening in December. I don't see it. And if it do, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Rand. I think it's, it, it's going to be done the worst because that's too short, too little of a time. Yeah, I don't see. Time. I don't see. Um, I don't see Spence being able to make the adjustments that 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 soon. He has to change a lot. Like his footwork was just terrible for this fight. Um, it was just bad. He got so he has to go back to the to the drawing board. Um, so I mean, maybe he does. If if depending on how long it takes him to recover, maybe he does have time. You know, to get a good campaign to go back and change the the you know those mistakes that he had. Also gets bud time too. All right, I'm sharpening myself up even more though. I'm doing worse. We'll see. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll just, just, just wait and see what happens. Um, well, got option, man. He was he was calling out Charlo. Yeah, he called. He said he said he, he said he's next. Say you next. <laughs> <laughs> he said you next, man. Uh, anything show Charlo? I don't know what he was saying, but every night that he was looking at him like you next. Oh, you gonna be next, nigga. <laughs> oh, you next. And that was Jermail Charlo, not not the one who got slapped. He was man, calling that one, but, but he but he but he, he better he better get past Canelo or survive Canelo before he go after Bud. Yeah, yeah, he, he got to survive that. That's a big if he wins that fight. Honestly, that, honestly, I think that would probably be the next fight for real if uh, Charlo or yeah. Spence. But them, I think they boys, so I don't think they gonna fight. But yeah, they are boys. But hey, and then winner that gets fight Bud. September thirtieth, so. That's know. what I would. That's what I would try to do. Spence, Spence, Charlo, winner that gets Bud next. But like you said, it's already in the rematch clause. That's gonna be a long track. time. See, I don't, I don't see Bud waiting that long. I mean, he got a tune up. He, I mean, he can fight that. He can fight have a tune up fight. Fight that dude boots get him out the way between now and then. But yeah, that's man. part of the fight. <laughs> That'd be a good fight too. That'd be a good fight too, man. Yeah, nah. Um, I think what I think I think Charlo Canelo is, is the next mega fight. It's the next big next fight. fight. September thirtieth, man. So I think Canelo going to go win that one. They just yeah. I'm just not sold on them right now after what just happened, man. Boy, boy just got smacked up out there. All the shit they be talking. I'm just not having them right now. They talk too much shit to be out there getting smacked up by by uh, Caleb Plant, man. Jamal, too much. Alex. Both of them talk too much shit for that. <laughs> I don't want to hear. They both talk too much shit for that. Begin smack. Let, let it go down. So you get smacked. You let it happen, bro. I don't, man. I don't want to hear that shit. He ain't even try to swing or nothing. He just 
took it on a 10. I'm cool, man. Well, he was, I can tell you, he, bro, he was drunk, bro. He was wet as hell. I said, even more excuse to take He was wet as crazy. hell. Even more of us used to go crazy. I'm not about to let no man slap me. Yeah, that was a little crazy. Yeah, I me mean, fucked up, man. That, that, that's an excuse to go ahead and swing. That's that's an excuse, bro. That's self-defense at that point. He just ran up on you and smacked you. Open hand smacked you. Nah, I'm all going. He, he going. He he dealing with something much big, much bigger than that. He need to get some help though. But I, I mean, I'm with, I'm with you though. Like, yeah, you ain't about to let, let, just let no man slap you, but. Ain't happening, man. He got bigger fish to fry than worry about a man, man slap him. I want to see what the, full, what the full video was, too, though. I don't know, man. All I saw was he ran up on him and smacked him. <laughs> That's all I needed to see. And he just stood there like, nigga, what? Oh, no. Nah. Y'all niggas is tripping. Y'all niggas is tripping, man. And y'all, y'all see, uh, since we talking about boxing, y'all see, uh, uh, Clarissa Shields call out, uh, Keith Thurman? No. Please. I mean, I, I mean, I, 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 I seen it. I've seen it, but let's, no. Let's do it so he can, this is the only no. time he beat the hell out of her and <laughs> no. so put things in perspective. Please stop it. Cause she, she's sitting out here tweeting out videos of her sparring dudes. Like, we, we get it. Okay. You can fight. Bro, he we gonna knock her see out. That, bro. We don't want to see. I don't want to see her get herself hurt. It's gonna be a knockout. Like yes. we don't want to see that within the first five rounds. Yeah, because I don't know. Okay, how strong you think you are? You're not gonna be able to knock this guy out. You know, he, he, he been he been in there with some with some dogs. And then honestly, if if you keep Thurman, there, I mean, you have nothing to, to gain from it. Nothing you have more. To, you have more to lose than that gain from it. Like you, you gotta you gotta knock this woman out. Though. And if you, you do, you're gonna have if you do, you're gonna have haters. If you lose to her, you can knock that. You gonna have people just shitting on you. He gotta do. He, if he doing that, the money just gotta be. It's for the culture. He gotta be. Hey, he I, gotta I, be I, crazy. I man. say do it though. Fuck it. You make the money. <laughs> knock her ass out. He dock off for it. Yeah, I'm for it. Dock off. Everybody with equality. She thinks she could do it. Come on. <clears throat> Come on. Bring her on in. What if she win though? She not. But what if she won? That would open up a whole nother can of worms. It would, man. It would. It would. Keith Thurman can never box again. <laughs> he would be for the rest of his life. Honestly, um, I just don't. Maybe like this, like is, a, this is box. This ain't MMA. Like MMA, a woman beating a man. I, I, I can see. I can see that happen, especially like yeah. if you need a submission or something. A submission or something. But, but yeah. boxing, no. Like unless they like doing a, a a friendly sparring session where it's just like points only, no head punches. Maybe she can maybe on a good day I'll box him and I'll point him maybe. But like in a, just a, a just a regular fight, ah no, she should not try and, to do and, that. And Keith Thurman ain't shitty. Like I don't know. Nah, like, he's not terrible at all. He was. Well, he only he's got one loss. Once. He only got one loss. I don't know if you know he might have not fought all the people you wanted to fight, but he only got one loss. I just feel like <clears throat> he beat Sean Porter, Danny Garcia. Like he gonna beat her up. He been he been in the ring with some dogs. That's what I'm saying, bro. With some guys that that he he has to take take some punches on the head with some of these guys. Sean Porter hit him in the head a few times, and he didn't budge. So he he, he got a strong chin, and I don't care how strong she is, she's not gonna be able to knock him down. And he's not gonna feel her body shots. Probably like it's just not a good idea. Not a good idea at all. Just stop it, man. Please. Just stop it. 
Let's keep it. Let's keep it. Keep it online, please. <laughs> please. It ain't gonna happen. Down to the wire. Five one three. Episode two ninety two. Make sure y'all tap in with us. Everything down to the wire. Five one three. Give us a follow. On everything down to the wire. Five one three. Oh man. Uh, obviously, you see, man, we we still in the uh, dog days of summer. Thank God, uh, we got a little bit of preseason football tomorrow night. <laughs> Hall of Fame game is tomorrow night. Something to, to, to keep it on, on the background, on the background of TV. Did y'all see uh, Dr. J's uh, top 10, his top 10 players of all time list? Yeah, I mean, he's entitled yeah. to this. I, I really, I don't have much to say about it because he's entitled to his own opinion. I respect uh, all the guys on this list, but respectfully, he's out of his damn mind. <laughs> respectfully respectfully um if you haven't seen his list um bill russell is no order it's top 10 bill russell will chamberlain oscar robinson jerry west elgin baylor kareem Abdul jabbar michael jordan michael johnson carl malone tiny archibald I said this. I said this uh, off air. Like maybe, I mean, outside of Carl Malone, I believe Dr. J played against everybody on this list. So maybe that was his criteria. Like maybe because he he played against all these guys and, and know how good these guys were. But I don't know. In the history of, well, as long as I've been, I don't think I never ever heard somebody put Carl Malone in the top ten. That's facts, man. I mean, he is. Um... Second all time, number, yeah. It used to be number two all time scoring now, number three, third now, number three all time. Um, yeah. but yeah, you rarely hear people put him in the top 10, which is kind of weird when you think about <laughs> that, you know. Um, yeah, I, I've never personally heard anybody put Tiny Archibald in their top 10, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a very good player, very good player, uh, but. Was this, this on a podcast? Was this on a podcast? Because I, I he was on a podcast. Uh, I believe he was actually either a podcast or some interview he was he was doing. Um, I didn't release this. I want to hear. I just want to hear how yeah, how did he, how, he how was, did they ask this question? He was asking about Stephen Curry. He noted that everyone on the list is retired. Um, I, I just think that you know this is yeah like so what people it's, it's people that he played with too, and then it's just um. I just think that you know it's, it's it's his list. I don't think he out of his mind. He he played in the league. That's if that's what he thinks, he entitled to his opinion. You don't think he's out of his mind to not have LeBron James in the top ten, bro? Come on, bro. nobody from the modern. Well, he, he, Come he, on, he, 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 he out of his mind, Doc. Uh, you trying to pick up that everybody on his list is retired. No, so, God, so what? He didn't have any active players on his list, man. So. Maybe that changes once players retire. Okay, so, okay. So, so so no Kobe, no 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 Tim Duncan, That's no it. Larry Bird. Like, come on, he's out of his mind, bro. Put it. You could be respectful if you want to. He's out of his mind. Hey, listen, this he should have said my favorite players. <laughs> if that, if that's how you, that's how you feel. Say say my favorite players, players that I play with that are my peers who I think are the top ten. Don't say my top 10 of all time or whoever made this list, whoever put it out this way. Don't say top 10 all time list. It makes him look irresponsible to the game of basketball. 
Yeah, like I said, I I, I want to see the interview. I gotta find find the interview or do some research. I I need to know like why did he? Oh, how did they ask this damn question? Because this is, is, is this the same interview where he was? If I was another clip that came out last week where he was saying some saying some wild shit about about, about player uh, player movement. Now, I I if he was I don't know if y'all saw. I think I I think I retweeted it. Uh, where he was basically talking about KD, LeBron, Dame Lillard, um, like switching teams and shit. And he was saying how he how he don't respect KD basically. Um, but then does on the same time he said he respects Dame Lillard, maybe because Dame's been there eleven years or whatever. I'm not sure. But then he kind of threw shade at LeBron James. I'm like, okay, LeBron was in Cleveland for like seven years. That's that's a long enough time, right? I guess in his head, it's not long enough time. I don't, I don't get it. So to me, it seems like Dr. Dre's been hating on. Seems like he's hating LeBron James recently here. That's what it seemed like to me because that that was about LeBron. This is kind of like shitting on LeBron. Not really shitting on LeBron, but kind of like a like a obvious slight to LeBron. Because uh, even if you don't put Kobe, should be in top ten. Same same as Tim Duncan. But like LeBron James is, is in everybody's top ten. Like come on, bro. Come on. Yeah. This just seems. Uh, this basically just, this just seems like a uh, like a, this basically like like an old man get off my lawn. Like I, like game was better in my day era. Like like one of them type of lists. That's It's a hundred percent possible. That's the the how he, what he did too. But you know, um, it's his opinion. If it's if it's if he ain't trolling, I ain't gonna be mad at him if that's. <laughs> Feels. I, I think I think he truly believes this. I think he truly believes this, man. <laughs> this is why people after a certain age, man, shouldn't be allowed to do certain shit, man. <laughs> Wait, what? Make them, make them go sit down somewhere, man. Like we shouldn't have eighty year olds running running the country and that kind of shit. Whole different topic for a different day. But uh, yeah, come on, man. I mean, you could ask one of the greats all the time. I mean, we just gonna get mad at him, but but then okay, so I don't want to hear them get mad when when you ask a young kid. Who their favorite player is, and they say Paul George. I don't want to hear nobody else get mad at that. If, if you're not mad about this, uh, I don't want to hear people get mad about that kind of shit. Hey, listen, this basically thing is the opposite way. It's the opposite way. I ain't mad at it. Hey, as long as you keep the same energy when you see the opposite way, and players are shitting on Dr. J and saying he, you know, he he was out there shooting, dribbling with one hand, doing spin moves with one hand. Hey, that's all we can. I'll probably get said. I don't, I want to hear nobody, you know, shit on them having those opinions. Um, but or they watch his game or, and watch the game today, or just ask the question, Who is Dr. J? Yeah, I don't want to hear anybody question them or, or shit on them anymore. If this is how they feel about today's game and today's players, then they deserve all the shit they be getting shitted on by all these young guys, too. They deserve it. Just like uh, who said it today? Uh, I forget who said this, but the, the I think it was a mean uh, I mean a sign. I forget I said last name. NBA and basketball is the only culture, only sport that shits on today's product. You don't see NFL players, uh, old NFL players shit on today's NFL players as much as you see today's uh, NBA players get shitted on by the OGs. You don't see that that much. You don't see. Even the fans, you don't see the fans of the NFL shitting on the NFL product as much as you see the fans of the NBA shitting on the, on the NBA product. Um, I think the product was a little bit better in the early 2000s, though, in my opinion. Which is, is a fair opinion. But you don't 
We get shitted on as much. I mean, I guess you could say that some people thought the product was they feel the same way about the NFL, but I, I don't know. The product I feel like has is not as good as it used to be, though. Now, could it you say you it. Yeah, it depends on how you it all depends on how you view it. Cause saying the product isn't good as good. So you're saying that today's players are not overall more talented than no, I'm not saying that at all. They're probably actually more talented. They're but, definitely more talented. Yeah, yeah they're, they're more probably, talented, but they like they like IQ. Maybe the brand of basketball isn't the same. So when I say when I say product, I mean like they I mean they got all the talent. They they wait they more skilled than the players in the 2000. But the 2000 was it was funner basketball to watch in my opinion. Now, what is the reason for that, though? Maybe because it was a more physical game. I mean, people cried some still, but, you know, it was just uh, some of the rule changes to the NBA. Just a, just the culture. I mean, that just too. because now you, got, now you got players who want to sit out, do low management type stuff. Like, like that's why you, that's why like, trying to watch all 82 games is like it's not really as important because you never know who's not going to play or not going to suit up this day. It's like, that's low management shit. That That's that's one thing about other sports really like you said, you you really don't hear like like, look, like even the baseball like guys may get like say maybe one game off every once in a while yeah you see it every once in a while uh, like a like a pitcher no it's like it's like a yeah. pitcher they can't well, you see it every once in a while with like with like aaron judge you know they they'd be healthy but they have a game off in between because you know they had a long road trip or some shit. you'll see it every once in a while but you don't see it nowhere near as much as you see it in, in the nba you you go to a baseball game for the most part you you gonna, you gonna get the product you don't get the players that you can't play your favorite player play. Yeah, he, most likely won't see it. Or if you if you're not there, you're gonna know they you're gonna know they out. You're gonna know why. You're gonna know well how time they're out. You're gonna know. And even with baseball, like guys sit out, like there's still a chance you could see them come in and hit late, like late in the game, like a pinch hit yeah, or something. Yeah. Like NBA, like NBA, once they sit out, it's like you know them. It's like all right. They're not coming in ever. And it's also worth noting that the ticket prices is cheaper for the baseball too. So when people don't when you miss, it's not and it's way more games, way more games, way more games. So the ticket prices are just a little bit more reasonable, even if you up in the note, the ticket price are more yeah. reasonable. And you can, like, like I said, the games are double, so you can twice as many games, mm-hmm. twice as many opportunities to see your favorite players play. So it is definitely different. Um, they might be in your city for five days straight, yeah, that's too. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna have four opportunities that week, you're gonna be able to see them on a Weekday, if you gotta go on a weekday, or if you gotta wait till weekend, you're gonna be able to see them on Saturday or Sunday, you know, possibly as well. So that's very true too. And NBA is like they're coming on a Tuesday, East Coast, they ain't coming back, bro. It's gonna be the only time you get a chance to see them. <laughs> Lakers, I, I, you know, I just, yeah, go through that every year. Yeah, it's the game. I think some of the rule change in the culture. I mean, so I think that's why a lot of older people shit on. I don't shit on as much, but it's not as fun to watch as it used to be. I I would kind of agree with 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 your sentiment there. I I think it, it boils down to like T said, the culture of, of basketball, basketball culture in America, AAU culture, uh, in general. I I've said this multiple times. I blame AAU culture for it's it's slowly but surely killing the American basketball um, player, if you want to say it that way. Um, if you look at the NBA, the last five MVP trophies have gone to all European players, all foreign players. Um, if you ask me, most franchises would choose to build around a European player. They're easier to to deal with. They're not as um, 
as divish yeah like they're not out here demanding shit you know they're out here demanding trades and wanting to be in the, the hottest cities in, in america they're not they don't care about being in milwaukee they don't care about being in denver you know they don't have that they, they're not trying to flee to 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 um la or, or flee to miami um so they're a little bit more reliable you know um they're not big partiers most of the time they come here in america they're like ah i'm gonna go back home like look at Jokic. you know you don't see Giannis out partying that much you know um some some you do like you know i think i think porzingis was out there when he was you know in new york but oh yeah no choice in new york boy yeah. <laughs> it's just different man there's just it's a different breed of, of of player different breed of um different culture over there that that they're um cultivating and it's um creating a different product a better product if you if you look at the nba the nba is investing overseas more than they're investing in america with these basketball without borders programs um mm-hmm. they're refusing to to invest in the big three that's not really like an amateur like a you know a, a, a growing platform but they're they're refusing to you know invest in american basketball programs they're looking at overseas more well it's because yeah. i don't think they have to invest in the program in america though i mean like basketball is huge here there's you you can find a court almost within but like you said it's crib look at the product they're getting from from american players but but it's, it's getting watered down it's getting like you said but it's, it's not a, a, it's not a lack of skill though i mean iq maybe but it ain't a lack of skill there these these players are highly skilled it's just um that's more just so the culture so i said the programs they're playing in the culture is just but if you got the skill but you ain't like you could be the most skilled player. Uh, yeah, you could be the most skilled. You could be the most skilled player and still, and still not matter. Like, look at Kyrie. Like, uh, I hate using Kyrie as an example because I'm a huge Kyrie Irving fan. But Kyrie is one of the most skilled players we've ever seen touch a basketball. Yeah. But he's not anywhere near one of the best players you've ever seen touch basketball. Not anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, yeah, it's cool to be skilled and all, but, you know, if it's not, if it's not, resulting in a winning product and yeah, it's winning as far as it's, it's selling though uh his endorsements partners are making money you know the league is, is uh making money uh from having him in the league but when once it gets used up what well, well, then what he's going to get i mean i, I agree with you with, i agree with you with Kyrie as far as skill i mean but with him i think that's just more so that everything else that come it came with Kyrie. Like all the off the court shit and all all the other backs that come that came at Kyrie. Cause I think Kyrie could easily, like I said, easily have been marketed as one of the top ten players in the league till today. But all the other shit that he's been doing, yeah, I think that 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 that, that goes against that went against him. Goes against him. I just uh, for me, like I said, uh, nobody else sits on the project. Now I see I can see why the old heads do it. They shouldn't do it publicly because I bet you some NFL players feel like it too. Oh, it was, but you know it, you know it. it. And every once in a while, you'll see it happen. Like you know, back in the when the Patriots almost went undefeated, they didn't do it. The old, the old uh, uh, Dolphins team, Bears, whatever team went undefeated, they was kind of shitting on them, you know. So you see it every once in a while. You, because oh, they know that's the only thing keeping them relevant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> tough, tough. First basketball though, just for me, it was a tougher brand of basketball. It was just more exciting to watch. They cried, but it was like it wasn't like today. It's just sometimes the games be hard to watch that they cry so much. 
Yeah, flopping. I mean, like you said, that's that's flopping and crying and get begging for calls. That's become yeah. part of this era of basketball. Like players sign guys specifically for that. Like so. when I remember just like hooping where it was like, bro, if you ain't get your head take off, why? Or, or it ain't game point. Why I still, you I still don't, yeah, I don't call fouls. Still to this day, when I hope I don't, I rarely ever call fouls. Like, you I, gotta, like you, you said, maybe a game winning point where I'm, like, I'm calling everything at this point. Or you gotta like have me bleeding. <laughs> Damn. No foul, no foul. <laughs> yeah, I'm not calling foul. I'm supposed to make everything. I'm not calling it. I call it. <laughs> so yeah, man. They like you said, I I I see why they do it. Uh they shouldn't do it publicly, they shouldn't do it as much. Um, but the, I think this is just another another way of an uh, older player and you know NBA history just kind of shitting on taking shots at the younger, younger generation. He knows he like just for the he know LeBron's hot in the top ten. He know that. Like, come on, he know man. that. But he also said he did he did not put any active players on his list. He said that. Yeah, I got I gotta hear more more, more context to to you know his reasoning behind this. And maybe I will back off off the he's off his mind take, but I still right now at this point, I think he's out of his mind. He said, I know he didn't, I know he didn't I, he didn't like Larry Bird, so I knew he won't Bird was gonna be this top ten. But but still, but man. He got like Shaq off Kobe. Yeah, like Tim Duncan, like that's him and the, him and the, he said him and his son argue with it over all the time. His son calls him crazy. So at least put one yeah. one of the newer guys in there. Like at least one. I guess the newer guys in there. It's his newer guy. Like come on, come on, Doc. Yeah. Yeah. So be better, man. We still love you, Doctor Dre, but be, be better, man. <laughs> Get well soon. I'm gonna say right now he's sick. <laughs> Get well soon, Doctor Dre. Down to the wire, <laughs> Episode two ninety two. Make sure to tap in with us. Everything down to the wire five one three. Oh man, to the to the shield to the National Football League. Guys been getting carted off fields left and right. Thank God for the Bengals. Joe Burrow just a, a, a calf strain. Be out a couple weeks. He'll be back. The whole city of Cincinnati boy. Hey, when that went down, hell they breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Man, man, oh man! I went down to the Bengals little practice thing uh, on Saturday, and people had t-shirts made and everything. You know, they they were they were on it. <laughs> try to try to donate cast to um to Joe. You know, hopefully he's um hopefully it's just a calf strain and not you know linger to anything worse. Yeah, but what the, I think ultimately the bigger picture, what the Bengals need to kind of look at, look at like. Uh, again, a valuable backup quarterback. Like, is I know right now I got Trevor Simeon and uh, Jake Browning, who's on the been on practice squad last year. But are those guys capable backups if Joe Burrow were to get hurt? No. Yeah, I, I would say, <laughs> I would that's say, the answer to your question. No. Yeah, it's a pretty easy, quick answer. That's uh no. So. <laughs> now it does make it easier for him. I mean, like they, they got guys like. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins to throw too, but like I said, just had to ask, just had to throw that question out there. Like I said, you don't want this lingering. Like I said, it just, just what if Burrow's not ready by week one, and you have to go with one of those guys in week in, against the Browns week one? Mm. In the yeah. low AFC, you, you, in the low AFC this year, Bengals, you cannot afford to get off to a slow start. Cannot afford that. Um, we also can't afford to rush them back, and you know anything worse happen. 
see what happened with these calf strains, man. It took, uh, recently, we saw who can't have one in NBA. Carlton uh, Towns had one. He was out for a long ass time, man. Um, Big Swagoo said he had one recently. I mean, not recently, but when he played, he was out for eight weeks, he said. So, very, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how they treat and this and how long he's going to be out. Yeah, and ultimately, uh, Ryan Clark said, uh, Ryan Clark uh, said this uh, the day it happened, like, Got to be careful with it, cause remember that's what KD was dealing with the year he tore yeah. his So that's all yeah, kind of ash, man. Like yeah, they say calf strain. They said the same thing about KD. They said calf strain, calf strain, calf strain. He came back. What happened? Tore that Achilles. Yep. So get well soon, enjoy it, B, and make sure you sign that deal before you before you get back out there. Yes, for sure, man. Hopefully you're not getting misdiagnosed. Hopefully the Bengals are smart enough to have, you know, some uh, good doctors there. With some integrity, that's going to tell you the truth. Facts, facts. Uh, another another big time uh, player uh, was on the already on the uh, injured list. Cooper Cup. So for fantasy on, fantasy owners, be leery of that. Don't pick him up. Already turned out bad. Don't grab him. Um, also, in other NFL news, what do y'all think a, a good fit for uh, Jonathan Taylor would be? I haven't heard if you haven't seen he's he's requested a trade, asked for a trade from um the Colts. And he's the Colts are playing hardball pretty much. Jim Mercy said he ain't moving. Jim Mercy said, nah, if I die today and John Taylor's out there at the NFL, nobody's gonna care tomorrow. Said, damn, that's how you feel, Jim. Sheesh. Sheesh and G. And but the crazy I, part about it is that they just went down a running back, so like they need it's running really back. hard to say though because nobody cares about running backs right now. Yeah, and the fact that he has to get traded for, um, they said they it's, it said it was some it was some rumblings about some teams interested. Um, how true that is, who knows? Because they they trade for him, the player got to pay him right after they get him, and like Doctor said, teams are not interested in paying running backs right now. I mean, and I, I feel like this is more. I mean, for Jonathan Taylor, really, he doesn't have. A, I, I feel at least in my opinion, he really doesn't have a strong case because last year he was hurt most of the year. Yeah. Now, 2020, 2021, let's say it was a great year, but last year he was hurt. So if I'm the Colts, I would kind of be iffy, iffy about giving you a, a, a long term deal. But for the other running backs we talked about a few weeks ago, uh, the uh, Josh Jacobs, the uh, Saquon Barkley of the world, they deserve their money. Jonathan Taylor, I, I do feel he needs one more solid year more before we, before we want to invest in you long term. I would agree with that. Yeah, before I give you a, a even a three year, but three year guaranteed, I'll be like, yeah, I gotta gotta see one more good year with you at least staying healthy with the majority of of the year. Um, I know it sucks for him, but they're they're playing hardball right now. I don't see him going anywhere anytime soon. Um, and I don't see him holding out. Yeah, he can't hold out. He can't. I'm gonna say if he yeah, if he does that, man, like like Jamar say, he's gonna back to the league. Yep. Um ah, it's a tough situation to be in. Well it won't be well, we won't be I don't think he'll be but he won't get the money he he wants. I mean man, he can wait he, he, he can wait he can wait out, but he ain't gonna get the money he wants. You know it ain't it ain't nothing to black ball uh, a player in the NFL these days. It's nothing, man. Um hopefully he gets this figured out. It's just um, I I I don't, I don't see him getting traded. So hopefully he just 
swallows his pride and you know goes back and plays. <laughs> swallows the pride and get back to it. Yeah, it's only it's the only option you have, man. <sighs> only option you have, unfortunately. I, I like what else is he gonna do? I mean, I, I really he's stuck there because I mean, because even if he do, let's say he does come out play sucks it up balls this year, Coles could still just franchise him next year. Tag him and then he's stuck. <laughs> so he's literally stuck there. Like then they they was having they was having the um they had a secret meeting like all the running backs across the league. They they was basically had like a group chat going like talking about what could they what could running backs do to. To get more respect or get or show their, their worth more, y'all see anything they could do? That's a tough question, a tough situation to be in for them. Um, because you need you need allies <clears throat> if you're them because you don't really have much of a say so. Yeah, you need quarterbacks to step up with you and say, I need you. Yeah, I agree with that. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, so basically, so basically, like the team, whatever team they're on, their quarterback has to have to fight for them. Basically, that's what yeah, I was going for. At Daniel Jones, he should have set that for Saquon Barkley, man. Only two million dollars, bro. Go back up there and say, look, whatever y'all did to my deal, take two million from my deal and put it on his deal. Whatever you do, get this man paid. Like that's that's my man. I need him in the building. That's my main guy. Like if I'm Saquon Barkley, I'm looking at Daniel Jones sideways right now. Like, bro, I'm not really rocking with you right right now like that. Yeah, I, I think the quarterback would have to. I say would have to be a uh, play a part, but I think the quarterback would have to be good enough to go up and say that. I mean, Daniel oh, Jones. Yeah. I mean, Daniel Jones. I mean, Daniel Jones is their starter in New York, but does his voice really hold that much weight in the organization? It might not hold that much weight, but the fact that he just got paid out of money, he can go up there and say, "Hey, let's restructure my deal," and instead of giving me whatever I got, let's take two million off that. And give it to Saquon this year or whatever. We need to make that happen. Whatever, however he wants it. However he wants the extra little million and a half to me. He wanted three million. He wanted. Let's make sure he gets that. We take out of my money. That's what he should have did. Because he needs Saquon more. Than Saquon needs him. That's a fact. And and it'll well, I would say it'll be proven this year. But Saquon's all right. He's he's all right playing this year. So under the yeah under the tag. So, but like for. Jimmy Garoppolo, he really ain't got much say out in Vegas, but that's going to hurt too. Yeah, he ain't got much say. It's it's, it's going to be tough, man. I think I think they definitely need allies though, um, player allies that have have more power than they have because right now they have no leverage. So it's not much they can do, honestly, bro. But hold out, but it's always some other players who play running back in high school that can step in right in and play too. That's already on the team. That's on special teams. Is, is waiting for opportunity. So that that's gonna do it for that money they offer. It's gonna do it and be happy happily for the six million dollars that, that that the owner wants to pay. That's that's a that's a pay raise for them, right? You know, it's off the practice off, off the practice squad or off the um, special team squad. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and make my extra, you know, four or five million dollars a year. You sign me up. Sign me up, and I get more touches, and I get to play with the actual offense now. Oh shit, sign me up, bro. I mean, it's it's a it's it's a risk for both ends, though. They said run for the running back, whoever's sitting out. It's a risk that, okay, yeah, the guy can come in and be that good. It was also a risk for the team. Yeah, we we can sign this guy for this money, but we're yeah. we're gonna suck at that position too. Yeah. So yeah, it's tough. It's tough to be a running back in in, in the field. Now, it really, it's tough to be anybody. Everybody except the quarterback nowadays. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, hell, T. Higgins still ain't got his deal yet. Uh, it's personal, just personal feel right now. Uh, I don't think T. Higgins is here next year. Depends on how Joe Deal looked, man. Depends on how Joe Deal looked. Um, we want to keep everybody together. If anybody can get it done, it's Joe. He ain't trying to be. He gonna get paid, but he want to make it kind of like we talked about last week. We don't got to go all into it again, but mm-hmm. he gonna spread it out away so he uh, maybe he or T T can get paid. I don't know. Twenty five. I don't think so either, but uh, I, I think he he want, T is easy. Like I said, we say y'all go back, but I think T is easily worth twenty five mil a year. And Jamar is gonna get thirty when this in his deal. And if you got most of your money tied up in them three guys, yeah, Joe was gonna, be tough, gonna be tough to win. Joe Mixon was smart. He said, "Let me go ahead and take a little pay cut." Oh, Joe Mixon too. Proactively, proactively, I'll go ahead and try to cut me. He ain't got no leverage right now. He's like, all right, let me go ahead. Let me hear it. I see y'all. 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 I Committed Ohio to Ohio, State. the Ohio State. I'm telling you now, man, what throw is about to be a, a, a show every game this this year. So hey, it would be crazy. Can't wait till they play Tav. That'd be crazy. Oof, I got Tav though. Mm, okay. We, we we might. Throw, 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 I know. I know who throw a little something on, on that game. Either, you know what I'm saying? I don't got a dog. I ain't a fan of either, but you know I'm gonna have to roll with Tav. Tyler Williams got them boys over there playing. Mm. Them boys. I have them dog my fight, so I'm gonna just keep it quiet right now. It's the rubber, you know, this it's the rubber match. What they got, they got they get back last year and then tab, tab one the year before. So yeah, this time to see. Mm. Time to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't wait. Nah, shout out to him, man. That's huge. Yeah. Shout out to Ohio State, man. They, they definitely breed some dogs. Wide receiver, you breed some dogs. Wide receiver, you cornerback, you breed some dogs, man. Shout out Gary. What's about to have a breakout year? Heard here first. We he heard everywhere. He's going around. Well, we, well, well, we know. We know if, if Gary Wilson's on the board, ran draft. That's who. That's who he. He's targeting. Hey, you know it, George. <laughs> you know it. All right, bros. I gotta hop off of here. All right, brother. Be All easy. right, brother. I holler at y'all. Yes, sir. Yeah, down to the wire. Five, one, three. Make sure y'all tap in with everything, man. Let's say our, our what's what's this? Our seventh, six. Fantasy football, fantasy football draft. Uh, I don't even know, man. It's something like that. We've been, at, we've, been at, we've been at it for a while, man. We've been at it for a while. For a while. So tap in with us. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, hit the hit the bell so you notify all of our new content. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna definitely uh, put a post up when we do have the fantasy draft and we do have the league open. So y'all can join the league if you want to join the fantasy football league. First come, first serve. That's, that's yes. how, how we do it. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have your money. You gotta have your money in too. Money at the door this year. Yes. We gonna we gonna do either a ring. We gonna do either a private. I don't know how we gonna do. We gonna figure out how we gonna do it. But money at the door this year. So if you wanna, if you wanna be down to lead, make sure you uh, hit us up. We'll have something where we can either send the money to one of us. So we can um, keep track of everybody. And um, money up front this year for sure. For sure. For sure. Oh man. I, I, what else was about to hit on? I forget the other. Uh, we had the uh, the ESPN shit. So, man, ESPN is still at it. If you if you haven't uh, been noticing the last few 
weeks now they've been they're making some cuts. Yesterday, I believe it came out, man. They have fired part of ways. I'm not sure if he's on the contract still. Whatever the deal was, they are done with Mark Jackson. Um, broadcast mate with Jeff Van Gundy, Mike Brand for all those years. Great team, all-star team broadcast. My favorite ESPN team to watch a, a you know NBA game with. Um, yeah, it was the only team I liked on ESPN, honestly, broadcasting-wise. Um, bad decision, if you ask me, man. I, I don't know how you feel about this, team. Horrible decision. Uh, the NBA Finals needs – I mean, I, NBA needs to work out some type of deal with Turner. Put the NBA Finals on TNT this year. Get their bro- – or, or get their broadcast yeah, crew. Yeah. All the that broadcast crew, crew. The whole crew. Because honestly – and I, I know I had talked to some guys about this around around here at the job. Um, no disrespect, because I, I I love her. I, I I love I love what she what she does. No disrespect, to Doris Burt. Where you but, here? but that it's it's just something. It's just that that chemistry, that camaraderie that Mike Breen, Mark Jackson, and Jeff Van Gundy had. Like you gotcha. can't like you you can't just repl- you can't just re- replace that and get that get that in the year. And then, especially, especially the third guy they're bringing in is Doc Rivers. Like, oh. You bringing up? You bringing in Doc Rivers? No. To replace Mark Jackson, you bringing in Doc Rivers, man? Come no. on! Like no one wants to hear raspy ass voice for two and a half hours. No. You want to hear that shit? You not want to hear that, man? Um, ESPN is tripping. I get, you know, the NBA was not happy with their broadcasting. I'm guessing crew. Jeff Van Gundy did say some um, very harsh things toward the NBA during his broadcasting, uh, during you know the uh, games that he broadcasted. Uh, Mark Jackson didn't really didn't really say any wild shit though, so that this leads me to believe that they probably came to him with, um, you know, uh, probably a, a plan like, "Hey, we want to put you with, with uh, what's the guy's name, um, Mark, Jones. Mark Jones? Mark Jones, put you with Mark Jones, put you with somebody else, and we'll see how it works." He probably was like, "I ain't feeling that." They probably said, "All right, well, you know what, you gone." Yeah, I think that's I think that's what it was. Like they probably w- was trying to demote Mark Jackson, and then and, and bring, like I said, bring Doc Rivers in for that crew. Now, yeah. granted, I'm saying, we we know the relationship. Doc Rivers was was there in what the mid two thousands. I believe was, I believe it was him and Mike Breen. I think they they called some of or was Al Michaels. I can't remember. Yeah, um, I forget who he was. I remember Al Michaels, but he was there like right before he got the Celtics job, I believe. Yeah. Yep. And then from there, he's been coaching since oh, like oh seven, oh six, maybe. He got the Celtics job. I forget when he got the Boston I know, job. No, he does have a partnership with him, but I mean, I, I I remember a few of the games back then. And for me, growing up, I always wanted to be in this. Like I said, broadcast, like just listen to the broadcast, how they call the games. That's part of the reason why I wanted to get in this business. And Doc mm-hmm. Rivers just didn't stand out to me. Yeah, he never did. Um, they even had him like um in the studio sometimes too, and um. He just he he just never did it for me, man. He never did it for me. Um, nothing against him, you know. We we talk about him a lot as being not the great the greatest coach either. You know, he gets a little bit of uh, gets to live off that one ring from away from the Boston Celtics for his whole career, basically. But um, I'm not just a fan of hearing his voice, bro. That's just the main thing. <laughs> I'm not yeah. a fan of hearing his voice. Like when they have him mic'd up doing in games, it's like, okay, like, all right. Cut this shit off, please. I don't want to hear this nigga. I don't want to hear this guy. But um, not, 
But yeah, this, for ESPN, man, this is a, a, a horrible look. And I, like I said, I, I honestly think that Turner is like just easily looking at us. Now I, I truly believe Turner is about to get both of these guys, unless um, I know there's rumors. I'm not sure how fast it will be, though, but uh, NBA NBC. could possibly turn to NBC. Yes, sir. So, yeah. That'd be crazy if, if, if they get in on NBC. Um, and they get Mark Jackson and Jeff Mangani. That would be that'll be a great start for them. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, 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 and Mike, and Mike, I love Mike Tarico. He's already over yeah. at NBC too. Yeah, so yeah. you're already over there, man. But ESPN is doing everybody over there dirty, man. They, like you said, basically tried to demote him. He probably said, "Nah, I'm cool." And they said, "All right, well, we cool too. Get out of here." Um, bad look. Um, and honestly, I hate to say it, but and, I mean, and I. I'll understand why he wouldn't want to see it, but just personally, just him working with him so long, I would. I, I would like to see Mike Breen say, you know what, I'm just, I'm just cool calling Knicks games because he yeah. knows he's play by play for the Knicks games. It's like okay, yeah. that's what he should do, man. But he ain't gonna I, do came it. In. I know he ain't gonna do it, but <clears throat> I won't. I won't be mad at him though. I would not be mad. Like I don't like the way this this thesis are going. I'm not. I'm not sure about this new crew. I'm just gonna go ahead and just rock my own way over here with the uh, YES network. Do my own thing. Uh, our, our MSG network, I think we call the games on. I think he called uh, next games too. I think I heard him on a couple next games as well. But um, yeah, man. Also, word is ESPN desperately wants Colin Cowherd back. Desperately, that his contract ends with Fox uh, Fox Sports One, FS One, twenty twenty five, and I heard that ESPN is after him big time. But that would make sense because now um, they said that when Pat McAfee comes over in the fall, that I mean, that they, they were trying to get his his radio, his radio, his show on ESPN Radio. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to happen this year. Mm-hmm. So now, I mean, for them going up with Colin Cowherd, now that would kind of make sense. So they can get Cowherd. Uh, he he's, he said it recently here as well. I watch this show almost every day. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I would say I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of, of Colin's show. Um, this has been kind of slow recently with this slow sports time, but um, he said multiple times that ESPN has came after him multiple times since he's left, and every time he said, "I'm, I'm, I don't want to go back." He still kept that same sentiment last time he talked about it. He said, "I don't want to go back there. I'm cool over here. Got my own thing going. Uh, do my own thing. I can take off when I want to take off, which he does pretty, I don't want to say frequently, but he he has time where he's not there at all and got somebody else running the show." Um, and I'm sure ESPN won't give him those same luxuries. I'm sure they probably start out that way. Hey, we'll let you do X, Y, Z, Colin. But soon, after a year or two, he's going to be back to that same rigorous schedule that ESPN does everybody, makes everybody do, uh, where they have you on basically doing the car wash. They have you doing every, every fucking thing. Um, yeah, like so, we, watched, like we watched the fight this past weekend. And we see Stephen A. Smith interviewing, but like, it was like, bro, like yeah, he there, but he's not there for pleasure. He's there to work, right? Like, he is no days off, no seconds off of ESPN. You're gonna be you, you, you on the front of the mic, you gonna be working. Uh, you're doing some sporting events, you're gonna be working. You're not gonna be just there for, for leisure. Um, so hopefully, Colin, Colin stays strong. Let's throw him a major bat, which they might do, they might do, but I think FS1 is gonna do whatever they can to keep him. Uh, word is his ratings are higher than they've ever been there. And I also saw a report today that FS1 is now overtaking uh, ESPN as the highest, uh, the most carried cable sports channel um, in the nation. That's what I heard. I'm not sure if it's true or not. I saw it on Twitter, so I'm not sure. Or X, whatever you call that shit now. Um, so I'm not sure if it's true or not. But 
Uh, this is a report that said FS1 is now the most carried sports cable network in America. I can believe it because I mean, because everybody like said, but every year or every few months, we always hear about ESPN laying people off, and where they end up going. FS1 in drives. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like FS1, they probably have layoffs, but you hear, but you don't hear about it. Yeah, it ain't loud. Yeah, it ain't going by the hundreds. ESPN <laughs> when they lay off, every everybody it's going by the hundreds. Disney don't don't play don't play no games. It's, it's going by the hundreds, and it's gonna be it's gonna be heard. So I could believe it. I mean, probably maybe maybe outside of a, a first take, and right now first take is probably leading because like I said undisputed is annoying right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe outside the, the ten o'clock the the noon spot on first take, I could believe yeah, people are getting or watching sports talk TV elsewhere. Whether yeah. it's Pat McAfee, whether it's FS1, Dan Patrick, whoever Colin Cowher, whoever whoever it may, whoever it may be. So yeah, I can I can definitely see that. Um, yeah, I could definitely see that, man. I don't know what ESPN has up to up his sleeve. Hopefully, it's more than just Pat McAfee and I do something because they're right now definitely losing ground. I seriously think that. Well, I, honestly, I think they're honestly probably just banking on hoping they can get Shannon Sharp, which yeah. Um, um, if you're listening, please don't go to ESPN. As as I got ESPN logo in the background, like <laughs> I saying, please don't go. But you got ESPN on a TV behind them, y'all. Yeah, man, and look at people and T-shirt, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. but yeah, nah. Please don't go to Main Street ESPN. Please, they they will not let you be you. You know, because it's basically it's, it's all about Disney. If, you, if y'all don't know that ESPN is owned solely by Disney, they own ESPN. So that's why, you know, if you see certain things happen and certain people apologizing after certain things, after they say certain things, after they tweet certain things, uh, Stephen A. Smith, after he tweeted, uh, oh, is Kim, Kim Kardashian, Kardashian a prostitute? Is Kim Jenner a pimp? Yeah. I knew this week, I like, why would you, first, first off, why would you fucking tweet that shit? That's the fucking stupidest video you can ever fucking make, first off. Um, like this is why you should just keep it to sports, Stephen A. Smith. You, you try to try to reach and you get out of touch and you talk about some wild shit. Like, <laughs> bro, what are you doing? Um, but they're owned by Disney. This is why you see guys like Stephen A. Smith apologizing for shit like that because Disney it don't play that shit. <laughs> I mean, they like, censored. To go back to a few years ago, I mean, the whole Jamel Hill situation. You can't you can't voice your opinion about certain shit. Yes, especially politics. Yeah. Um. They don't want you to talk about politics at all on ESPN. Other things as well, man. Like, uh, um, say very touchy things about about like I think uh, Jalen Rose said something about talked about. I figured we talked. Oh, it was a, a email you double situation, and he said, "Why is the woman's name not being brought out?" Came back from timeout. He yeah. apologized immediately. Mm-hmm. Immediately apologized. Yeah. Um. So certain shit like like you know I, they probably said I'm in most emails. Hey. Steer clear of this topic. If you bring it up, mm-hmm. you're gonna be on air apologizing. And you're probably gonna get suspended. Yeah, man. So we'll see. But yeah, man. As as far as for Mark Jackson getting fired and getting let go, man. Yeah, that that shit suck. Um, I know. Yeah, I know. NBA. Like I said, we, I know NBA is the finals is gonna be on ABC or ESPN, ABC. I believe for like the next, I think they got nine years, nineteen years, but it's gonna be tough. 
It's gonna be yeah. tough. Gonna be real tough, man. With Doris Burke and um, Doc Rivers. <laughs> I mean, well, I, honestly, I, I mean, I would want somebody. With, I, I would want a, a, a black guy on there, but I would take honestly. I would take JJ Redick before I take Doc Rivers. Yeah, I, I will take JJ over Doc Rivers as well. I mean, I know they probably want. I probably they want to be diverse. I mean, you diverse, yeah. diverse with, with Doris Burke. So yeah, you got a woman in there. Um, yeah, man, Doc Rivers though, like, yeah, no. Doc Rivers is man. <laughs> Come on, bro, that's the best you can do. Like he's no, y'all just like go all these motherfuckers. Y'all bringing on Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. <laughs> like Doc, I I love your basketball mind, bro. I'm sure you're, you know, you know what you're doing defensively sometimes. Offense, I heard you, you don't know what you're doing, but um. I just don't want to hear you to call games, bro. I'm just being real. <laughs> right. I don't want to hear that shit. We don't want to hear it, man. I'd rather hear our Richard Jefferson. Yeah, give me some comedic, some comedic relief yeah, on my man. games too. That's like, I... maybe he improved. We'll see. Maybe he improved since the last time he was. I don't know how. What reps has he been taking? I don't know how. He hasn't been doing no reps. He's been calling. He's been coaching games. Mm-hmm. Um. And they were saying like also some of the reason why why Mark Jackson might might got let go was it was odd it was awkward you know when he went back to call Georgia State games that's that was a thing like in 2014 or 2016 uh, it's ten years later like, after that nobody cares no more he he's called several Georgia State games and it's been it's been cordial it's not been no smoke or nothing it's been cool so I, I don't understand the, and the thing about it okay then just don't put him on Golden State games I, I could easily fix that. Because regular season, because regular season, they're, they're they're not always they're not always together. So they're not. But his thing too is he likes he wants to be from what I hear. He's he's, he's very into his religion. He wants yeah, to go coach. to church every. He wants to go to church every church every every Sunday. every Sunday as well. So right. uh, he wanted to be around California. So I guess you only got three options. So you want to be around California: Kings, Lakers, four. Kings, Lakers, Slippers, Warriors. You know so. Well, he could have been in Portland games, got back to LA or whatever. Yeah, Phoenix. yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. ESPN is tripping, man. Once again, Mark Jackson gave us some great times, though. Um, shout out to Mark Jackson. Like the time he uh, he, he said he had, uh, what was it? Uh, was it Savannah? I hit another park. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, well I'll respect. Respect. <laughs> I hit out the park, man. Shout out Mark Jackson, bro. Gave us some classics. Mama, there goes that man. Mama, there goes that man. Mama, like, there goes that man. Like you, you, you knew that you knew that the game was was over once you once you heard that. Hand down, man. Gave us some great, great lines, man. Um, now nah, my favorite. It it was it was it was, it was a one time thing, but it was the twenty ten NBA Finals, Game Seven. Kobe hit that shot over Ray Allen. He said he's he, 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 he about he, when Kobe that shot. He's like, uh, I'm gonna roll these dice and I bet not crap out. Yeah, <laughs> you remember Kobe, like Kobe was like he was struggling. Hey man, but he hit the last two shots. Yeah man, that that was one of my favorite Mark Jackson's Mark Jackson calls. Man, shout out Mark Jackson, man. I mean hell, and even Jeff Van Gundy, like even like I said when when the whole Kobe when Matt Barnes threw the ball in his face, like that commentary between them, like. Classic man, classic. 
Oh man, they they had some really good times, man. It just really sucks. It was kind of good that both of them are now gone. Hopefully, they can get like you said, get on Turner or get somewhere else together, and you know, bring us some good times back. Yeah, I think the the what well, the main team at Turner is Kevin Harlan, Reggie Miller, and who's I can't remember. I don't think I don't think Stan Van I don't think they moved Stan Van Gundy up. Uh, nah, he ain't the main guy. He be he be doing some games with Reggie sometimes though. Man, get uh, get Reggie out of there, though. <laughs> get Reggie out of there, bro. Uh, no, I'm a, yeah, I mean, Dude, I get damn nerds, bro. Oh, get, my you can God. Reggie, uh, Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller be getting my damn nerves. Now, they did get uh, the other guy was getting my fucking nerves out of there. Chris Weber. Oh, my God. You you ain't like you ain't like C-Web? Had to shit on mute every time we call a game. <laughs> he fucking sucked. He fucking suck, man. I like Z Web more because he because he, he was he was a fan. He was he's more of a fan than a commentator. Man, it was terrible. He was trying to use all these big words and shit. Like, bro, just use common words. Use words you actually know, bro. I mean, they didn't go to class in college. Use words you fucking know. It's okay, dog. <laughs> Couldn't stand Chris Weber, man. But, yeah. but now nah, it is a uh, broadcasting free agency still going on, y'all. We talked about it a few. We talked about it for now a few weeks. Yes, man, still going off the cuff, just firing motherfuckers, man. So we're gonna see where these people land. Wish the best luck to Mark Jackson, man. Hopefully, he, uh, we know he's gonna land on his feet. You know, he's Mark Jackson. He's gonna yeah. be just fine. <laughs> but you know, still, we wish him the best, man. Honestly, no. Maybe, maybe he can get get back in coaching. Maybe come become assistant somewhere now. Yeah, maybe so. Work his way back up. So maybe so. But yeah, now shout out to Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson, man. Y'all will, y'all will truly, y'all will truly be missed here on ESPN. Yeah, y'all will be missed on the ESPN networks, man. ESPN will definitely miss you guys. Facts. Facts. Oh man, I can, all right. Let me let me, let me check 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 the, the group check because I memory's bad. I can't remember. I think we hit everything. I believe we hit everything. I think we hit everything, man. Um. See if anything else is going on, man. I'm just seeing that picture again, man. <laughs> By the way, you see, that, the, title, you see the title of the other stream, man. Yeah, shout out Bud Crawford. Shout out Bud Crawford once again, man. The new pound for pound king. And I, I just want to re, I'll reiterate because I, I, we talked about it off uh, out of the fight on on Saturday, and I think I think we both said uh, we still put Canelo and Tank above him. But I was for me when I was when I was thinking that. I was thinking as far as fighters, like as far as like who like who was the better fighter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, pound for pound though. But, but, but pound for pound, you had to put. Butter. Yeah, pound for pound, you had to put butter here. But yeah, like he's like you said, as far as fighters think is better. Yeah, I would still put um definitely Canelo above, but but I would put butter right there now at number two. Above, so above Tank. Above Tank. Okay. That's fair. Above tank. That's fair. And we did miss one thing. I did just uh, see it here in the line up here. Uh, we we talk about this. No, we didn't. No, we hit. We hit. Hit a bunch. Hit on this. Yeah, Sean. Sean Payton called called out. Um, Aaron Rodgers, former offensive coordinator. Uh, <laughs> hey, comment was hilarious for one, uh, and uh, probably true. But you know, you probably can't say this. Sean Payton said that. Uh, the coaching job that he saw last year in Denver by Nathaniel Hackett was the worst coaching job he's ever seen in NFL history. 
Now, while that might be true, I agree. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, it's I agree. actually no lies there. I was, I was, I was on this show <laughs> talking about Nathaniel Hackett. All, yeah, week yeah, after week, we were saying like, is he gonna get fired here soon? Like, is he gonna get fired this week? Next week, is he gonna? Get, he got fired soon. He was a terrible head coach. Terrible. Now maybe he, maybe I felt that way because he, he, he cost me some, he cost me some money, a lot of money last year. <laughs> But still, someone's handling late game situations. I remember week one against oh the Seahawks, fourth and five. You gonna you gonna settle for? A, I think it was a sixty-five yard field goal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're playing man, bro. bro yeah, you're playing Russell man, Wilson, bro. Russell Wilson is right there, healthy as hell. Fourth and five, you selling for a sixty? That yeah, was playing one. man, bro. That's a man shit. Like I can make this. Like no, you can't, bro. <laughs> In Seattle too, where it's tough as hell. Yeah, bro. No, man. yeah, no. And then, I, and then I, it was a Thursday night game. Several man, he had yes. several. It was in prime nights too, in prime time games. Yes, he was just blundering late night, late game situations, not calling timeouts, mm-hmm. um, just doing looking looking dumb fat on the sidelines. He was just having some very very head scratching moments as head coach. I don't think Sean Payton was lying here. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers thought otherwise. He came out and had some very strong words for for um, Sean Payton. Ended the quote saying, "Keep my coach's name out your mouth." Say other things, basically saying he thinks uh, Sean was trying to basically put the pressure off of his job this year. You know, uh, his his job there this year. So if they have a bad year down there uh, in Denver, it won't be looked at so bad. Um, Hackett came out and then said, you know, he felt disrespected by the comments. You know, he felt like Sean Payton broke broke the code. Um, I can see that. Yeah, he definitely broke the code. Like I said, he didn't lie. He he, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't lie. lie here. He didn't lie here. But you, but he, but he can't say that. He can't say that. Now, last year when he was on sitting on a couch with Colin Cowherd, hey, if you want to say that, man, go go ahead and say that shit. But now that you definitely back, you know, in those ranks, you now he's now one of your peers. Technically, you know, you can't you can't say stuff like that. I think Sean just kind of forgot where he was. <laughs> uh, I forgot who he was now, um, title wise. Uh, kind of just kind of spoke, just spoke truly, you know, being real. <laughs> you can't be that real uh, when you're a head coach in the NFL again. Yeah, man. So, uh, where is that? I just had it. Where is that? I just had it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, October 8th. 425 CBSBM market calendars. The Jets at Denver. They gotta flex this game, man. They gotta make this game prime time. If if the records are good enough, hopefully still. It's a game prime time, man. Mike Tomlin said he wants to watch it. It's at 425, and he has a game that we can't watch it. <laughs> I mean well, Mike Tomlin, man. I mean they can. I mean I said week five, uh, they can start flexing games now. the the late night game that night is is the Cowboys at 49ers. So oh, they ain't flexing that shit. Yeah. Two big fan bases, they're not flexing that shit. <laughs> yeah. They're not flexing that. This 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 will be a great game to have on Sunday night football. Or Thursday night, a Thursday night game. This will be good for Thursday night game. Oh, yeah, because nobody wants to see the Chicago. Yeah, Chicago nobody wants to see But I get why they can't do it to Thursday, because that would mess everything up as far as yeah, but. yeah. So they can't flex it. But I'm just saying, you know. If they could have made this before, if they, if they had this happen before the schedule was made, great for Thursday night game. Um, I love it though, man. I love, I love the um, leadership of Aaron Rodgers stepping up for for his his that was his coach in, in uh, Green Bay as well. But still, 
Mm-hmm. You know, stepping up and say, you said my coach's name out your mouth, saying my coaches, all my coaches here in, in New York. Keep my coach's name out your mouth. Stay over there. You got a big enough problem over there going on with uh, Russ. Stay over there with your, with your problem. Let me handle my shit over here. Uh, I love the leadership that he showed here. Maybe he's going to come out and, and be a whole different man than he was last year in Green Bay. Well, last year, he wouldn't have done like this in Green Bay. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think that's the time we're out and over in Green Bay. Like, he, you could tell he was just ready to get out of there, ready for something new. Um, and, I mean, we, we already seen a, a few moves off the field with Aaron Rodgers that shows, like, yeah, like, maybe he is a change man. One, like I said, last week took that $35 million pay cut to – to keep most of the guys to help to get the team get said spoke up spoke up about um defending his his office current office coordinator uh, Nathaniel Hackett I mean then hell just being a leader out there on, on the practice field so maybe this is a a new change to Aaron Rodgers so we shall see but yeah October 8th man Jets at Denver expect the boo birds to be heavy for Nathaniel Hackett and uh Aaron Rodgers yeah he should be heavy for for Hackett because he 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 did a uh... A shit show of jobs there last year, man. It was terrible. <laughs> and I think what Sean Payne was trying to do was just let everybody know, hey, it's going to be a different year. It's going to be a different vibe in the locker room. It's going to be an overall different set of circumstances. Well, he's going to just said that instead of saying last year was just so bad. We we know it was bad, bro. Everybody knows. Everybody watched it. Everybody saw it. That's why he got fired midseason. Um, he got fired midseason, right? It was, it was before the season, right? It was late, but it was, I think it was midseason. Before the end of the season, yeah, uh, everybody saw it. Everybody know he did a bad job. You don't have to, you know, verbalize that. <laughs> the way he did it too, like he just said the worst job he ever seen. Heavy words, man. Yeah, he's fired. Yeah, he's fired uh, after Christmas. Damn. So he didn't even get. Damn, he didn't get to New Year. Yeah. Sheesh. <laughs> but it was long overdue, man. Like, okay. Yeah, ain't no way. After, after week four, I was like, yeah, this guy's not going to last in the year, bro. bro ain't, ain't no way, bro. You got Russell Wilson, Jerry, Judy. Looking like that. That, that, Denver, that Denver defense and y'all struggling like that? Yeah, ain't no way, bro. You had players on the sidelines, you know, barking at Russ. <laughs> it, it, was, it was a bad look overall, man. It was just like – it was a terrible look overall, man. So hopefully, you know, um, Hackett is back in his in his realm as the offensive coordinator. Hopefully he gets that. That Jets offense up and running, crazy with Aaron Rodgers and um, Gary Wilson, and hopefully Sean Payne can turn Russ Wilson around. Man, man. So we'll see. Football season around the corner. Uh, the Jets are this. You know, the Jets they are the Hall of Fame game tomorrow. Uh, don't expect Aaron Rodgers or none of the main guys to play tomorrow. But yeah, uh, I think Matt White's going to be starting quarterback tomorrow. From what uh, they say. Jets at Browns for the Hall of Fame game. Then uh, NFL Hall of Fame uh, induction ceremony is this this Saturday. I I know it, it's not headline, but we're uh, to get another Bengal in the in the Hall of Fame. Shout out to Kent Riley, man. Which hey. he was alive. Which he was alive to to be inducted, but it's, it, it's, it's been long overdue for another Bengal to be in the Hall of Fame, other than just Anthony Munoz. So. That's huge, man. That's you. Uh, Anthony Lewis is the only big one in the Hall of Fame. Yep. Damn, they even got Boom in there. Nope. Damn, I don't know Boom stats like that. I just know he, you know, a big name. But yeah, this year's class. I apologize if you don't deserve to be in there, but damn. Yeah, this year's class uh, Demarcus Ware, Zach Thomas, uh, Joe Thomas. Damn. Ken Riley, uh, Darrell Revis, um, Joe Klecko. 
Chuck Howley and Don Coryell and then Rondé hmm. Barber. So interesting, man. Interesting, interesting, interesting. And uh, congrats to all those guys. I'm pretty sure I'm well deserved to get get in the Hall of Fame. So yeah, this yeah, this Saturday. Man. Huge honor. You know, football is one of the is one of the, the higher Hall of Fame. So I wanted the harder ones to get into for, for sure. sure. Um, you know, we always jump at the basketball of fame not being a hard to get into, but football and baseball is definitely one of the more prestigious Hall of Fames. So it's facts. Shout out to those guys, man. Happy for y'all, proud of y'all. Can't wait to see it. Yes, sir. And uh real quick before we get out of here, non sports uh related. Not sure if this is true or not, but it's it's, it's trending all over Twitter. Apparently, researchers have developed a new a uh, cancer killing drug containing some type of molecule that appears to be to annihilate all solid tumors. And um, it says in preclinical research while leaving healthy cells unharmed. So, wow! So a possible cure for cancer sounds like, huh? Possibly, interesting. yes. Interesting. Very interesting. Hopefully, they can uh, get that approved and it can be a safe option for everybody out there because cancer as we always say here big facts huge fucking cancer yeah big big fuck beauty cancer man one more thing before we get out here i saw this on twitter before we have on here uh <laughs> i don't know how true this is either this is a a tweet from nba central on twitter now called the dunk central the, the dunk central which is weird too but um apparently stephen a smith is having a basketball camp at IMG Academy. And the starting price, bro, get this. Oh, that's something. Okay, finish it better. Something I want to ask you about, too. $2,900, bro. For Stephen A. Smith's basketball camp? $2,900, yes. What does Stephen A. Smith teach me about basketball? Playing the game of basketball? Man, I have no idea. It says, you want to show me about journalism, broadcast, the, the media? Need, they TV, sports TV, sports talk okay. TV. Yeah, sign me cool. up. I probably won't pay $2,900, but not. Nah, nice to camp, bro. Yes. Stephen you A. Call up Michael Jordan or somebody, bro. You got me fucked up. It says IMG Academy is getting loud and providing a, a once in a lifetime camp opportunity. <laughs> once in a lifetime camp opportunity for young athletes when it's with Stephen A. Smith. Takes place August 12th, uh, 6th through 12th. No. Man, if you paying. Twenty nine dollars. See Stephen A. Smith teach you play basketball, bro. You got bigger problems. Facts. Big yeah, facts. Remember bringing that one. That was pretty funny. Waste of money. And <laughs> last thing, last thing I got for you. Would you, if, if would you, pay seven hundred dollars to play Jimmy Butler one on one? Oh, I saw that too. <laughs> <laughs> What's the prizes again? If you if you win, the game go to two, right? Yeah, all you gotta do is score twice on them. Games go to two. What's the prizes if you win? Uh, where is it? Where is it? Is that that matter? If it's just a signed autograph shit, I don't want that shit, bro. I'm sorry. It, I'm it is that's re- that's I, I I put it on Twitter. That's the reason why I wouldn't do it because it's the prize wasn't worth it. You gotta give me a game check, Jimmy. Have game check, and we down. I'm down. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where did I first see it? I probably oh, won't score two points on it. Also, what's the rules, man? Like, you know, when 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 pro level players play one on one, so basically, rules. Okay, so compete one on one against Jimmy Butler. Give yourself a give yourself or camper a once in life opportunity to play against six time NBA All Star Jimmy Butler at the hardwood and go one on one against Jimmy Butler. First to score two basket wins. So you guys, so for whoever scores two baskets first, you ain't got no rules on dribbles, none of that shit. 
No. If he get the ball, it's over. He's gonna back you down. So, so that's, that's 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 the that's the key. If you're out there wondering how you beat players that are are, are way physically and just better than you, you gotta set rules. Like two dribbles, um, no shots in the pan. You gotta set rules. If you don't set rules, you're gonna lose every time. Um, so the prize. I, so I guess is I guess these are the prize, but another isn't a prize. It says the package includes the following: you play one on one against Jimmy Butler. Then you get an individual photo with Jimmy Butler. Complimentary access to download photos, which I guess I don't know what photos they're talking about. Maybe throughout the whole camp. Right, photos with him, probably, yeah. And then autograph keepsake. What And that's it. So basically, you're just paying for all that stuff because there's no price. Yeah. So you're, really. playing, you're basically playing, playing to pay up, playing to play him one on one and for that stuff. And um, I guess you, I guess maybe cool. you could say I, I beat Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I, I lost to Jimmy Butler. He's not gonna win, probably. <laughs> right. Uh, especially if he get ball first, or he's gonna black a shot and just get the ball and it's over. Um, but that, I mean, maybe maybe that's the rules. Maybe it ain't make it take it. Maybe y- y'all alternate. Yeah, yeah. If you alternate, I get first ball. I'm down. Um, what <laughs> I can say on dollars for probably not. That's actually a good price though. You know, some players are charge over a thousand dollars for this. That's actually not not a bad price. Not saying that he needs the money or anything, you know, he got that crazy max deal, but Man. I ain't mad at him, you know, because he got to spend time doing this shit, you know, um, got to sign that stuff. I'm sure they're going to, some, some of the parents probably going to sell that shit. So, yeah, um, I wouldn't pay for it though, but it's just a good look for him. Yeah, I'm not, I, I wouldn't pay for it. Um, and honestly, if, if, if you Jimmy Butler, maybe I wouldn't, I don't have nobody to pay for it, but. Maybe like if you see like the top the top performer at the camp, have them play one on like get a chance to play one on one. Yeah, that yeah, way you you get kids who want to sign up and make them want to work twice twice as hard at the camp. That'd be cool. So, but yeah, That'd I seen that cool. and I thought that, I thought that was I was like nah. Yeah, that's interesting, man. That's cool. He's doing that though. That's cool. He's doing that. I guess we got to charge because you know if you don't charge that, everybody do it. People go, oh, I can't do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And you be there for five hours. So yeah. I get I get it. Um like I said it's not it's a reasonable price. Well, apparently it sold out. So I mean I don't know how many packages he was selling, but I think it was only like uh like three available. I looked at it, it was three, three available. Experience yeah, okay, three, yeah, three yeah. cameras. So so he wasn't trying to kill off of it either. He tell you it was just some they wanna do it yet, make it make it the price, you know, whatever it is. We'll see if people wanna do it. Probably sold out in, in minutes, seconds, probably two. Okay, well, is is there any in a NBA player you would you would pay seven hundred just to play one on one? Um, current or Pat? Oh, right, okay, Kobe. you would pay seven hundred to play Cole. Oh, obviously, obviously, Kobe. Yes, I, I absolutely. I don't think Cole would have uh, seven hundred though. They Cole Cole would yeah. easily rent them. Like, easily fifteen, probably two thousand. Um, but yeah, Kobe obviously. Uh, like all the greats, like LeBron, KD, Kyrie, all those guys. Yeah, obviously. Um, but I pay seven dollars for it though. That's that's tough. I gotta really like to play to pay for it. Um, have to really really like to play to pay to, to actually pay for it. If, if those only prizes you get, have to be one of my all time favorite players. So probably if I play right now today, probably not. Yeah, should I be out of my favorite player? Should I, should I, should I be out? Seven hundred dollars. Yeah, I don't. I love Cole, but seven hundred dollars. And if I'm already going to your camp too, it's like, yeah, no. Nah. Yeah. Just to pay you just play you one on one. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm I'll meet you at the camp. I'll meet you at the camp and maybe get a 
maybe luckily get a picture of you at the camp. Which you camp so, yeah, $700. Nah. 700 crazy, man. Just for that sign. I, I guess, I guess though, yeah, I think because Jimmy going to be in the Hall of Fame. Depending, depending on what the sign keepsake is. It's sad. It's sad. Sign keepsake. So, depending on what that keepsake is, you will probably be able to set up for more than $700 one day, probably. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but if you have that big a panel, you're not going to want to sell it. You're going to want to keep it. So, right. You get that too. If, if, if I guess if Jimmy, your guy, then hey, why not do it if, if that's your guy, you know? Maybe we should have down to the wire 513 package. Just make it start, start, start selling to come on the show. <laughs> we ain't gonna say seven, we ain't gonna do $700 though. I ain't gonna be 700. <laughs> you get your package, you get your t shirt to go with it. <laughs> uh, a a, a t shirt, uh, access to maybe three, like three live shows a year. Yeah, man. Something, something get, like that. I don't know. Get you up here. <laughs> Now we, now we have we tell you, we tell everybody, man. If y'all want to come on the show, man, just DM one of us. Just let us know what happens. Show for speaking, free. Speaking of being on the show, my, my guy Tins just hit me up. Said that eight versus twenty four topic crazy. We talked about that last week. So I didn't call me. That was last week, brother. Mm-hmm. We missed the episode, man. We might have to get you. Uh, we we could definitely bring it back up though. Get you on here to talk about it. He said he got a uh, he got an argument against eight. So let me call in for that if that's really an argument against eight. I mean, well, we, I mean, we, I think, well, we were both 24. Yeah, so I see it. I mean, we both had arguments for eight, though. I'm a, I'm a guy, I gotta got shoot in the video so you can uh, watch it. We both had arguments for both. We both are, you know, all our huge Kobe fans pie. So we both, uh, I picked 24. Most of the shit I was talking about was about fucking eight. So I was like, man, <laughs> so it's crazy. Uh, but yeah, man. If you haven't, make sure you go on our page, check that out. That the uh segment of last uh, last week's episode is up on the page. Uh eight first twenty-four Kobe comment. Who you think is better under the comments as well? Yes, sir. And uh they are bringing back the uh the crazy eights Adidas are. So Yeah, well they they, they never stopped with the crazy. Crazy state, the crazy's been out. They've been still making that shit, man. But now the new shit they got coming out is crazy. The crazy uh I forget what it's called, the new crazy. Crazy, bro. Man, I said, there's no point to it. Shit, wild, man. Wild, wild though. Uh, got zippers on 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 the uppers. Shit, crazy. It's inspired by the unreleased Kobe threes that didn't come out from 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 Adidas because you know Kobe bought us out of that deal and then went to Nike eventually. But yeah, no, them about to you know them about to go crazy. <laughs> about to go crazy, man. They already going crazy. Uh, the young Laker rookie. Uh, Fino had him on for the summer league, I think. Uh, he signed Adidas. Mm, okay. Yeah, shout out Fino. Shout out Fino, man. All right. With that being said, that that, that concludes episode two ninety two, man. We slowly inching up on three hundred. We got we got time. We got time it out. See when we gonna hit three hundred, man. We got we yeah. got we got some big for the for three hundred three hundred yes, shows. Sir. We always do, man. We always do for the for the for the round hundred episodes, you know. Gotta do it big. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So as always, man, we appreciate y'all tapping in with us, man. This has been down to the wire. Five one three, episode two ninety two. As always, man, thank y'all for man running our numbers up on on all platforms, man. IG, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, all that, man. All that good stuff, man. Appreciate y'all. It's going crazy, man. It's going up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So for the good brothers, fly man, ran. 
Josh Doc Evans, the Terran Blend. It's been down to the wire. 513, episode 292. We'll catch y'all, man, next week, next Wednesday. Another banger. Until then, man, we out. Sir, peace. <laughs>